Hey guys, I'm Tim. I'm Spencer. I'm Jeff. And I'm Dan. And this is the Board Game Rundown. Today we are going to talk about games we played, news, crowdfunding, crowdfunding and a and topic, topic that Jeff has picked, has out. picked out. And so he's sitting in. <laughs> yeah. Because Bob's What's still going on here. <laughs> Bob's still on suspension. <laughs> no, wait. He's, yeah. He just got married. Congratulations, Bob. Yep. Hold on. Before we do anything else, though, I just want to say congratulations uh, to the Board Game Mechanics. They hit a thousand subscribers awesome. on their Woo! YouTube channel, and as someone that is always really excited about like our own subscriber count, I'm really happy for him. It's taken him a long, uh, I shouldn't say a long time. He felt like the last, oh, was like a the last hundred seemed yeah. like it took like a long time for him to get. Well, it, all I gotta say is congratulations, guys. You earned it. His fingers are crossed. Okay. I'm sure they're all but, okay. But yeah, Katie and Jason, hey, great job, guys. Keep it going. Uh, one day we will hopefully catch up to you. So that being said, also, is anybody else pay attention to like the number of views? Canvas, for some reason, has been stuck at like 997. Mm-hmm. So I just want to know. Go there now. Go there I just, now. I just want to see if we can get it over 1,000. <laughs> like, you don't have to watch the whole thing. It's not. It's like 10 minutes long, right? I'll, it's not uh, that I'll long. I'll go contribute after. <laughs> <laughs> if it helps. I don't think I'm in that video. Maybe that's why it's got so many. That's true. Oh, my Ooh. God. We have found the secret. <laughs> we have found the secret. I need to be in every video. Well, yeah. I that's what that you, means. I don't think you understand right? logic. I think that's what that means. <laughs> and also, it's really funny is uh, our Ankh review has been like, and then Descent 3rd yeah, Edition was like this. Oh, yeah. But now Descent 3rd uh, 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 Edition, I know that's not what it's actually not called. Is really getting really close, and it's kind of like a fun little race I've been watching. Tim's an old man, and no matter how many times you tell him that it's not Descent Third Edition, he's still like, "Get off it's, my lawn!" It's not Journey into <laughs> the Dark, which is Second Edition. Third Edition. What's Third Edition called? What do you mean? It's not Journey into the Dark. The new game is yeah. called Legends of the Dark. Legends uh, of the Dark. I know it's something of the dark. I just can remember what. In short, Tim is easily entertained. Don't call me short. <laughs> I am short. Uh, okay, guys. So games we played. I actually have a huge list here. Oh, most of it, most of it is like really quick mentions. I have one. Oh, well, you, you go first. Something? Yeah, <laughs> I played Bananagrams. Oh, Bananagrams! Wow. Isn't that a song? I don't think I've ever actually played Bananagrams. Know. No, no, not the. Grand but I, I will say a uh, little short review for me. If I had the option to play Bananagrams like Scrabble, I'd probably choose Scrabble. Oh. Wow. <laughs> Ouch. It stinks. Won't be reviewing Bananagrams anytime <laughs> soon. Uh, Sorry, you hardcore banana <laughs> Maybe fans. Maybe there's a reason I have never played banana <laughs> fans. Fair enough. Bad now, fans. wait. Did it, is it the version that came in a banana? Yeah. Okay, yep. cool. Well, that's already bumped up one point mm-hmm. yeah. for good boxing. So it's now a one. Nice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't say it was bad. I would just rather play s- Scrabble if there was an option. Sure. <laughs> right. Sure. So if there's anyway. an option to play Bananagrams or, or be murdered. Yeah, or boil yourself in water. <laughs> I guess I'll play Bananagrams. <laughs> but okay. can I do both? <laughs> nice. All right. Uh, Spencer, what about you? All right. Well, I played San Juan. Uh, I played with my daughter and with friend, uh, Big Dan. Big Dan. Big Dan. And Spencer lost, so it was a win. I can't remember. Did I lose? I yeah, lost. D- yeah, Big Dan won. Yeah, Big Dan won. You're right. He won by four points. It was pretty close. Hmm. Um, oh, I can't remember if I lost or not. That's right. He won by exactly four points. Congratulations. You won. Um, yeah, San Juan. It's a quick, easy game. Uh, my daughter, San, she picks up really easy. Loves it. Um, I also then we played... Um, in the Mind ones... Well, I was going to say, oh. we'll save all the ones we played all, all right, together. We'll save the ones we did together. But is there anything you played solo? Or without us? Oh, we did. I did play Bears and Bees. Yep. 
which we will have a review of going up very soon. Yes, and I also played the 25th anniversary edition of Labyrinth. Wow, that's very specific. It's because like the it, movie? No. no. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, if you don't know Labyrinth, you're placing tiles and sliding them, so the whole maze that you're on is constantly shifting. But in the 25th anniversary edition, the backside of some of the tiles gives you a temporary little power for one turn. So it could be on this turn when you move, you get to move through one wall. Um, so, yeah. Uh, that must be a cooperative game. No, it's, it's co- not cooperative. The, you get a deck of cards that all have items on them. Got mm-hmm. it. And throughout the map, You're trying there to are all these it. items. You have to cut each one in turn. Okay. Yeah. Would you rather play that or Bananagram? Right. <laughs> no, wait. Specifically the 25th anniversary. Exactly. Of Bananagrams? No. <laughs> <laughs> you get the third uh, anniversary of Bananagrams. But oh. it does come in a banana. That's true. <laughs> Can I eat the banana? Yeah, it you would, can. It would taste like cloth. Okay, yeah. I, mean, I will go with labyrinth. You probably would what if get you could eat Bowie? What if you could eat the banana? <laughs> then I would eat the banana while I'm playing labyrinth. Uh, whatever. <laughs> this was pointless. Yeah, that went nowhere. <laughs> yes, and Spencer. <laughs> um, okay, I mean, I'm just gonna knock out some small ones. So, just so that I could talk about it. Um, and because Bob's not here, <laughs> I downloaded and played Magic the Gathering Arena for a while. Oh, really? Yeah. How'd you like it? I mean, it's Magic the Gathering. Magic. I just don't get it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it, man. I, it's fine. It's a, it's a fine card game. It's totally, totally fine. The app works well. It has nice animations. Uh, I like the, like, rounded card shapes. Um, when like abilities are activating and stuff, it's like rounded card shapes that are popping up. That's nice and everything. Since but yeah, Dan's talking about. It. I'm just gonna go. To sleep. Yeah, exactly. I'm right there with, as I'm talking. I'm like, yeah, I played Magic thing. I, <laughs> I, I really like I it. it. I really like it. Yeah. It's a nice implementation. I have fun it's, using it. Uh, it really yeah. it works well. It I appreciate it so much faster free. when you're playing on the computer because you don't have to be like a token here and then it's just right. boom, it's done. Yeah, it's it's just all done sh- and there's also a uh, a time limit oh, on yeah, your there turn. Is, there's so the computer I'm assuming knows the rules of the game. Well, also you're playing against other people. Yep. Yeah. You know, the I've computer hand- handles all the minutia. Because screw that. <laughs> I'm not playing magic against people that are just going to destroy me in one turn. <laughs> you know. Um, on the same line, uh, this this week I played quite a bit actually of Scythe Digital okay. and Lords of Waterdeep Digital. Nice. I really uh, like Lords of Waterdeep Digital. Yeah, I own both. I have a problem with Lords of Waterdeep Digital, and uh, this might just be that my, you know, had like a little glitch in or something, but the game would not let me look at what my secret endgame point thing was. Wouldn't let me. Like, I was clicking on my top left icon, which is where you're supposed to click. Nothing popped up. Nothing popped up. And so I wound up losing at the end of the game against one of the friggin' bots because I didn't get any points for my secret goal because I didn't know what it was. Well, this is supposed (laughs) to be a secret goal day. Yeah, (laughs) even for me. That's a super secret goal. Um, But no, fantastic, though. They both play really well. Scythe is way better now than it was when it first launched. I bought it shortly after it first launched, and I didn't like it. And playing it recently, I thought it was way So they updated it or whatever? Yeah, I think so. Maybe someone out there is going to say, idiot. They've never updated it. It feels way different to me. It feels way sure. cleaner. Maybe you got um, updated. Yeah, that's what it was. Uh, d- d- delete. Um, but uh, so, yeah, I played both of those. Uh, very good games. Uh, again, my issue with digital games in general is that I just Scythe is a really good game. And when I sit down and play a nice, deep strategy game like Scythe, I don't want it to take 20 minutes. I just don't. I want it to be a nice hour and a half sure. tough game against other people. And the bots are just so fast in the game, and then you just make your turn. Everything happens. You could play a full game of Scythe in like 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And it ends, and I'm just wow. like, 
kind of boring. <laughs> Nothing felt like it was <laughs> no. happening, you know? But, uh, yeah, they're fine. Uh, and then the last small one I should mention, just small compared to everything else, is I finally did something, again, just kind of so I could talk about it, and because I was really bored. Um, I set up Tapestry, and I played the solo mode for Tapestry. Nice. I hate solo games. It's boring. Again, I, I play for the social interaction, and solo is just not what I want to do. Um, but I set it up, and I learned it, and I played it. And, I mean, I wasn't fully playing it correctly because I just didn't care. I wasn't uh, – after, like, the first turn, I just stopped scoring for the bot because mm. I was like, I don't care who wins. I just want to see how this game plays. Mm. So I was keeping my score to see, like, what an average score would be for a solo game maybe and, like, that kind of stuff. But I was just – I was basically taking his turn, doing all his moves, but then not scoring for his stuff because mm. I just didn't care. But um, it, it played really well. I, I, I played pure solo, so I had to play with – there's two bots. You play with the Shadow Empire, mm-hmm. is, I think it's called, and – and just Automa, I think is what the second one's called, I think. I can't mm-hmm. remember. Um, but, yeah, you play with – so it's you and two bots. And the one bot literally is just taking up tracks. He doesn't do anything else. And then one bot is actively getting tapestry cards and kind of playing against you. That's what the Shadow Empire is doing. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They have their own player board and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, um, again, it was totally fine. I probably won't do it again, but I want to do it to see what it would be like. Because I was like, if I'm going to enjoy a solo game, it's going to be something like tapestry, something I really like that it's like, yeah. a, uh, like a tech tree strategy game that I like, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, but it was fine. Uh, and that's 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 it for my uh, not with you guys. So all together now. There was like, one that was just me and you. Yeah. Timeline. We did play a little bit of timeline. Yeah, we played a little bit uh-huh. of timeline. We did. We did the what's it called? Timeline. Music and movies. Cinema. Mo- movies, music and cinema. Yeah. So we played that one for a bit. I honestly can't remember who won. I think you did because I guessed wrong. Okay, on it was like by one, one card. Though. Yeah, and then yeah, we, yeah. And then we were just throwing cards down. So, dates, yeah, right? I'm like Dan. <laughs> Dan, where do you think this one came out? <laughs> Dan, where do you think this one that's came how out? That's, that's how timeline. every game of timeline goes <laughs> well, in the end. And yeah, I especially with two players because a full game of timeline <laughs> with two players ends in like four minutes. Well, really <laughs> you know? Timeline is, is it's by no means like a perfect game, but right. if you find the version of it you really like, you can have a lot of fun with it. Talk about the best game Until ever that is also a box of amazing flashcards. By the way, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so good. I, no, a good point. It's a good point. Yeah, timeline's yeah. really good. Uh, Dan and I uh, took some time and we played in the same day two games of mind management. Mind We've, management. We played the the training version, which is the these just stripped down bare bones one v one. Well, not one v one necessarily. It was just one v one, but but there's no frills, no extra abilities, no bells and whistles. Trying to track down somebody and deduce where they're at, which was fine yep. and and Liked pretty it. good. And then we played the full version. And it was amazing. It was fantastic. We're going to have a review going up very soon right there, and that review will also link to an unboxing. You'll probably want to check out the unboxing, because while it's a lot of us rambling, that yeah. box is insane. That box uh, is insane. It's so totally cool worth it. Looking. Yeah. And then the <laughs> next day, we took Mind Management over to Spencer's for game night, and Spencer got to play Mind Management, Yep. and it pl- it still sings. like it, yeah. Playing it again. four players instead of two. Right. Um, yeah, it was great. Yeah, it was really good. It's really, it was really intense, and I mean, it was just down to the wire. I mean, we've got, you know, we're like, we don't know where the heck he is, but at the same time, we're like standing on top of him. Yeah, and we are, you know, we're just. This this is something I talked about in the review for my management. Um, I won't go in depth. This will give you a little hint as to what I thought, though. But I. I think that hidden movement is quickly becoming one of my favorite game mechanics. I love the way hidden movement feels. Um, I I've play I had never played any really, and then in the last couple months, I've played like 
three different hidden movement games, mm-hmm. and I I just I love it on either side. I don't mm-hmm. care either. Again, I like puzzly feeling things. Yeah. And from the from the agent side and mind management, you know, you're trying to figure out this puzzle and do all the and like you know, okay, well he could have been here or here, and then that branches out. But then from the recruiter side. You're, you know, this, this, this tensity that you don't get in most, it's like social deduction and hidden movement are like the two where you really get that heart beating, that tension, like, yeah. they're going to catch mm-hmm. me, man. Yes. <laughs> and I, I love yeah. It. And then, the, and because of the way that the recruiter has to move in mind management, he's making a snake, mm-hmm. right? And, and like snake, you can't double back on your own path. There is uh, asymmetric power that you can have, which will, could let you jump. You know, yeah. over basically yeah. twice over twice max, though. twice max. Oh, wow. and again, the amazing thing about mind management is that the team that loses gets to open up a pack, which gives them a new power. So Next time, yeah. it kind of makes it a legacy game, but it's not really a legacy. Yeah, game. Yeah, it's like a legacy game in mechanics only. Yeah, yeah. because <laughs> right. well, it's almost like uh. <laughs> Well, I guess like Charterstone or something where as you're playing and you're unlocking and it's like, yeah. oh, now the board is going to get more functionality. Right. I haven't played Charterstone. I didn't know if there was any oh, story. Oh, I spoiled everything. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I didn't know if there was any story. <laughs> no, there's definitely a story. story. There's yeah. definitely a story. Okay. Uh, but mind management doesn't have that like story progression. Right. It's just now we're now now you played it this way. Now we're going to add another mechanic. I would right. actually bet that there probably is story progression, but it's not like the way you would think. It's just like background lore and stuff that you mm. learn as you get more cards out of there and that they just have all yeah because they have text. all they have the little mini comics and in i yeah, wouldn't exactly. be surprised if as you're playing and you get to like the last box you open it up and they're like look through all the other things and here right. are all the secrets that yeah, we didn't show you cool. i mean you guys with... haven't unsolved the cryptic story yet yeah <laughs> you got so much there's and every, so much every time i play uh any hidden movement game i like automatically compare it to the one that i played when i was growing up scotland yard mm-hmm. um and just the way they change it around. Because Scotland Yard is bare bones, hidden movement. Yeah. Um, like in this one, you had those, uh, what do you call mind them? Slip. The mind slips. And that was very much like taking the that extra the subway or subway yeah, yeah, ticket yeah. or whatever it was. Um, well, and it's like uh, letters from Whitechapel where you take a carriage yeah, yeah, that yeah. day. You it's know. interesting to compare them. So in you put that down and we know he moved two spaces. Exactly. Or whatever. How did Same they thing, yeah. put this game together? Did they get influence from that one, or is it just a coincidence? Well, I mean, yeah. when when you've got a game like Scotland Yard that was like the first one to do that kind of thing, yeah. all others then all are, others are gonna, yeah compared. Yeah. They compared have to, to just it. take that and change it slightly yep. to make it fit their theme and everything. And again, that's how I want you to leave this conversation. Is if you like hidden movement, or if you like psychological. 80s espionage, <laughs> specific. I would say uh, 60s, 70s. Cold War. Sorry, I went yes. too late. Um, yeah. Oh, cold. I didn't even think about the Cold War thing. And mm-hmm. I just art style looks early 80s to me, like that color thing. But mm-hmm. um, the uh, check it out. Check out Mind Management. Yes. I highly doubt you'll be disappointed. I would just say if you like any kind of hidden movement game, if 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 you enjoy those kind of games, it's almost a blind buy. Mm-hmm. But watch yeah. our review first. Yep, it's up there. <laughs> or it will be very soon. Sure. Let's see what kind of number we gave it. And then after we played Mind <laughs> Management, we played Kemet. Blood and Sand, Blood which is sand. second edition. And uh, I mean, that, it's not, I'm just kidding. What? <laughs> it's not called second edition. I got that one right. Um, but yeah, it's it's really basically first edition Kemet with some different arts and some expansions yeah. integrated. And they do add some rules that power you up a little mm-hmm. earlier, which then makes what Kemet already plays kind of fast anyway. So it makes it even a little bit faster. Um, the nice thing, whether you have a good time playing these kind of games or not, is Kemet is not a game that overstays its welcome. Anytime I've ever played it, it usually goes relatively quickly. 
And uh, I mean, it felt like one of those things where, like, I felt like we had just started. Then I looked over the turn track and I was like, Spencer's about to win. It's so fast. Yeah. But, it, you know, I think we all had a pretty good time playing that. And uh, yep. again, great components in that game. Lots of good things. We have a review of that as well coming mm-hmm. soon if it's not already up. Correct. All right. Uh, any other games we have played? Is that it? I think that's it. News? That's it. All right. Let's get into news. <laughs> Jeff? What? <laughs> Just happened. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> anyway. You it's missed the that. news Boys. hour. <laughs> <laughs> the news boys are dead. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, yes. I saw a game this week uh-huh. that I just had to talk about. Uh-huh. It's called Vagrant Song. Have you guys heard of this? Vagrant Song. Yeah. No. So it takes place in the early 20th century. So the 80s. Yes. The, <laughs> just going to always say thanks, 80s thanks, forever. Dan, the 80s. Tell um, me. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let me stop you right there. Let me tell you. Let me just guess. Is this a bunch of homeless people that form barbershop quartets in like little Hoover towns I play across that. the United States. I play that. Well, you got one word out of that right. Barbershop. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Jeff. What is it? It's, it's a vagrant song, right? It's homeless people <laughs> singing. So, so it's homeless people. Yes, oh, that's two words. But uh, okay, they board a train because yeah, they hear a haunting song. <laughs> yes, yes. They, they board. They board this. this train because they hear a haunting song, only to find out. <laughs> They can't escape the train. Oh. And they have to fight uh, ghosts, or in this game they call them haints. Okay. And they have to save the souls of people on the train who have previously been. Oh, so these are, these are 1920s era hobos getting caught on trains mm-hmm. that are have to then. How are the souls of the, where are the souls of the people that they're trying to save? On the uh, train? Sure. Yeah. Okay. And they do this by singing in a barbershop quartet <laughs> in Hooverville. Tim, Tim, I'm going to have to have you take the, the barbershop quartet and just <laughs> throw it away. Okay. I'm going to need to get all the way off my back. <laughs> <laughs> the I don't know. Actually, it sounds kind of neat. I, so, I kind of so yeah, so, doing, though. So it's, it is described as a campaign barbershop quartet. Oh, okay. co-op driven boss rush. Boss, boss rush. rush. Boss rush. <laughs> okay. And you're upgrading your characters as so, you go along. Boss so Rush probably, is a video game term. And it's also heavily based in early American folklore and ghost stories. Okay. So you're probably Hence going from a- train paints. car to train car. Snowpiercer. A little bit, yeah. That's probably yeah. So it's Snowpiercer with a barbershop quartet. And, and well, <laughs> of course, the thing that you guys will instantly be like, oh, this is why Jeff wants it. Uh, the Cuphead style, did the art. Yeah, the it is, it is. It is uh, rubber hose animation style. Very nice. But it, it looks very spooky. It has a very uh, washed-out color palette, mostly grays and blues, I except like it. for like, blood. I yeah. do like grays and blues. Yeah, the the board looks like a very long train car, but it's also blue and red checkerboard, okay. also faded in like gray, okay. kind of stuff. It looks really cool. It's coming out on the website. It says this fall. Doesn't okay. get an exact date. Sure, sure. You can order now for like seventy bucks. Right on. Pre-order right it. On. But might have to try to get one of those for the yeah. show and ch- check it, just, it out. It just looks so cool. It kind of reminds me of uh, 
plan apocalypse a little bit. Oh, sure. Well, well you got okay. Tim's with, attention with, with the setup. Hey, everybody here at this table <laughs> like, had a good time yeah. playing Planet Apocalypse. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying that, like, that's every time I'm describing a game from now on. I'm just like, Tim, I really think you're going to like this new uh, economic driven game. Where Sounds we're, just yeah, like yeah, Planet Apocalypse. <laughs> I, honestly, it's kind of like Planet Apocalypse. You I'm just, in. Yeah, you should check it out. It's like I'm a little. Wars combined. I'm a little put out by the lack of barbershop quartets. <laughs> right. But, you know. You know, I'm well, sure you wait, could, like. Can you wear a seersucker suit? Why not? Yes. I'll just, I'll okay, just who, has, who else has news? I have okay. news. <laughs> can, can it have nothing to do with music? Please? You know what, though? Nothing I, to do with music. I honestly, know. as much as I was joking around with Jeff, that, yeah. that sounds really cool, and that's not yeah. anything I'd heard of. Like, Thanks, that Jeff, sounds really for coming unique. on the show so I could just talk over you the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Spencer. I'm ready for you now. So about okay. Barbershop Quartet. <laughs> yeah. Yes. All right, you've all played Gloomhaven? Yes. Yeah. No. Yeah. no. So Gloomhaven Online has uh-huh. been basically in the beta. Is this a sad barbershop quartet oh game? Oh, my God. No, this okay. is happy. <laughs> they are announcing on October 20th they're releasing Goodness. the full game of Gloomhaven Online, which is the original campaign plus the, um, the co-op Guildmaster mode. Oh, okay. It's 250 missions between the two of them. If you have played and saved games in your Guildmaster mode, they will transfer to the new one. Nice. But if you've been playing the campaign that they've had, they might or might not. They don't know yet. Okay. But, this... I mean, that might be a really... It's like $35, so a it looks cheap fantastic. way to get into it. Yeah. Is, is this a free update for people who have already had the game or no? No, you, still, you have to buy in. I, so if you already own the game, I think you have to buy in to buy the full version. I don't know how Because the beta, the beta was more. Oh, it's only the beta. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, just, you know, I highly doubt it because this is on Steam. And Steam, what you do is it's kind of like kickstarting. You buy a game before it's out and knowing sure. there's going to be glitches and stuff. But then when it releases, you already own the game. That's right. how Steam does but it. But if it was a cheaper version, like the beta was a cheaper version. Usually you just you got just into it. it. Okay, cool. Nice. For that. Usually. That's yeah. just how Steam Would usually Would you say does that it. you got that game for a song? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> Anything else? And that's my swan song. Woo! He got it free. Okay. He got it free. <laughs> so anybody that is a fan of those hilarious Stephen Rhodes uh, shirts... Like, um, well, for example, Let's Summon Demons, where it looks like a oh, children's okay. like 70s book oh, yes, or a yes, 60s yes. book. I love those. Those are great. So uh, Cryptozoic has announced September 28th they are releasing three uh, Stephen Rhodes games. So there's Let's Dig for Treasure, Let's Summon Demons, and Don't Talk to Strangers. So nice. uh, Let's Summon Demons is like some kids around a, with a body that's in a pentagram. And... Uh, <laughs> The Don't Talk to Strangers is like kids talking to a green alien. And then Let's Dig for Treasures is like kids digging up graves. <laughs> so uh, I have no idea what any of these do. Like it looks so Let's Dig for Treasures, a push your luck style game. Let's Summon Demons is um, your goal is to summon all three of your demons before their opponents uh, by rolling dice, activating cards and getting soul tokens. And then Don't Talk to Strangers. You're navigating Kids from school to scoring spaces that reward them with points and unique bonuses. But you draw a stranger card and strangers can abduct the children. So Because they're aliens. Yeah. So each of these games is going to be like 20 bucks each. So it's a nice little small box game. Uh, I mean, Cryptozoic does DC Deck Builder, which is one of the greatest games ever made. So how can these games not be good? But if you like that kind of art style and that sort of like snarky theme... Go for it. I th- I'll, honestly, if I get a chance to play any of these, I absolutely will because they, they. I mean, they look like silly fun. Right? I'm kind of confused though. Yeah, none of them feature barbershop quartet. Very disappointed. 
That'll be very, the next round. Very yeah. disappointed in that. It'll be a lot of cutting around pointless conversations. This <laughs> uh, <is> <laughs> we never edit. Um, but yeah, that's my news. Also, I guess Restoration Games, uh, their their new one that they're going to be putting out, I believe it is going to be coming to Kickstarter, or uh, I guess it could come to GameFound, but I think Restoration does Kickstarter mostly. I could be wrong. Anyways, they're going to come to crowdfunding and like, two weeks from when this drops thunder road vendetta so this is like an old <laughs> 80s game that is sort of a cross between mad max and death race 2000 or whatever that one was called from the 70s yeah. and uh there's not a lot of details out on it yet but the there is all the hype so if you're on facebook or social media and you follow restoration games you're seeing all these little hype things they got like the box art the box art looks really cool i think it, uh it could looking be over at the uh the logo and it looks kind of Extreme, extreme. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so these kind of games could be pretty good. It will be interesting to see what Restoration Games does with it. I did not. Their Fireball Island was fine. Their second print of it was way better than the first print, which the Kickstarter that everybody backed, mm -hmm. and then they got it in these really yeah, chintzy boxes, box. which is terrible. I would have been so angry. I felt so bad. I felt so bad for Bob when I picked up his Kickstarter box and it like crumpled in my hands oh. and it's like you spent 120 bucks on this dude oh. and i felt i didn't even want to bring it up because i you don't want to rub salt in the wound mm. now i went i went and bought like a second much cheaper 30 dollars version from a big box store Crazy. and uh the box is nice and sturdy and it's basically that kind of game is like a toy for your kids right uh which is what it gets used for but i am interested to see what the return for doc from Dark Tower looks like oh, gosh, because that is out. Restoration Games. Uh, you know, so they, they do put out good things. So we'll see what they do with this. Whether it's a straight reprint or whether they tweak it and do some new rules and updates and things like that. And they did just recently put out a news about the Dark Tower. It's coming along. It's so, coming along. Coming on. nice. People were playing it at Gen Con. Oh, so. gosh. Uh, so we had a commenter ask a question on our last oh, board game yeah. rundown. Uh, asking, I think it was Potato Legion. Is that what his name Maybe. was? Potato Legion. But anyway, sure. um, asking us to go more in depth on The Hunger. The, the Hunger. Deck building game by Richard Garfield. So obviously mm. I should say we don't. Really quickly, I have one last piece of news before we get into that. Okay. Just, just really quick piece of news. I thought people might be interested in really quickly. Um, Square Enix announced a new game this week for consoles. And I think uh, our tabletop brother would be really interested in it it's called voice of cards the dragon roars or the the isle dragon roars it's basically an rpg but everything is represented by cards on a table okay but it's a video game yes okay interesting so, so it's like a summoner wars kind of thing but the conversion is there you not, feel like not, no. not even summoner wars because even like the world map is represented by cards hmm. okay it's interesting stuff. yeah Anyway, I thought people would be interested in that. I don't know. Sorry to interrupt you, Dan. <laughs> You're fine. Mine's just news, too. So it was Pumpkinhead 76. Pumpkinhead. Potato Legion P. You know, they both start with a P. <laughs> yeah, I mean, sorry. you were so close. Pumpkinhead <laughs> Potato Legion. I really don't know where that came from. <laughs> so do you really like that Lance Hendrickson movie from the late 80s, early 90s? Yes. I don't know what you're talking about. Potato Legion? <laughs> really? No, Pumpkinhead is oh, the name I of that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I I'm never you walked right into it, <laughs> too. Yeah, yeah, I did. 
Um, so uh, we don't have a copy of the game, so we're just going off what we've heard and seen. And um, b- our friends at Board Game Mechanics did do a how-to-play kind of on an mm-hmm. interview, so you can check them out as well yep. um, if you want more information. But basically, it's by Renegade Game Studios, who um, Does Clank. I really like. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, Clank, uh, they Views. do the Western uh, West Kingdom games, Architects oh, and stuff like that. Yeah, Viscounts. They did yeah, Arboretum. They did Fuse, I, I think, is what Arboretum. you just said. I, I mean, that, they, we're fans. Yeah, uh, they Renegade. do a lot of good games. And it was designed by Richard Garfield, which, of course, everyone knows mainly for Magic Gathering. Right, but and, also um, like Bunny Kingdom recently. And Keyforge. Bunny but, Kingdom's but, yeah. really good. Uh, Keyforge is fun, yeah. Uh, so The Hunger is a two-to-six player game where you're playing as uh, vampires, and mm, basically you all start in the middle of the board, and then when morning starts, when the game starts, you are racing out away from the castle in the center you of the board. You mean nighttime starts. Right, sorry. When nighttime starts, the opposite. When nighttime starts, you're racing away from your castle in the middle, and you're basically getting uh, you're like getting items from chess, and you're like... You're, feeding on people. Yeah, feeding on people by, by hunting and stuff. And um, the point of the game is to basically get as many as points as you can during night, and then make sure you make it back to the center of the board before morning falls or you die in the sun. Well, you there there's like if you there's make it to the graveyard too. outside Correct. of the castle, you don't score as many points, but Correct. you still can score points. Right, it's still in the middle of the board. Right, uh, right. but yes, yeah, so there are there's basically the middle of the board. You lose nothing, and then there's like three or four graveyard spots where you lose like five points or something. And then there's an interesting the mechanic as as far as like the scoring. It kind of does the dominion thing where you can score these. points points but they clog up your deck mm. so it makes it harder to get back which oh, i like more than when it's used in dominion because when it's used in dominion it's just bleh. but in <laughs> this it's like it's that part of that uh uh, uh cost benefit analysis yeah, right yeah. it's like okay like how much is this going to slow me down if i if i'm clogging up my car my yeah. deck and i'm trying to get back you know Talking about the cost-benefit uh, thing, something that I thought was pretty unique here that I haven't really seen much is um, so your cards have speed on them, mm-hmm. and that's how far you can move on your turn. You can move up to six or something, right? And then you choose where to stop. So you have to stop on um, certain locations to, like, uh, you know, go on a hunt, and you have to stop on certain locations to do other things, so you don't necessarily always move your full movement. But mm-hmm. also, if you get to the very end of the board, you get this asymmetric power via rows that helps you on your way back to mm-hmm. the castle so that's something but what i was going to say was so if you roll a or if you have six speed and you only move three spots you have three left over that three is now your currency mm, yeah so your your currency for buying the cards for the deck builder is your unused speed well, that's oh, so the further yeah. you move in the game and make more progress and get further into the better location of the game you can't get cards which is a nice way to differentiate it from like clank yeah, Instead yeah. of just being a reskin of Clank. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong, Clank is one of my favorite games. I love Clank so much, which is one of the reasons why this game sounds so appealing to me. But the fact that it does something different, right, and, yeah. and, and, and changes that mechanic, like just that nice little twist on it, just kind of makes it even more interesting. Yeah, yeah. And the hunt board on the side there, they come out. And they start at, like, a cost of three or whatever. And then as more cards come out, they slide and become cheaper and cheaper, mm-hmm. right? Classic kind of mechanic mm-hmm. there. Which is uh, also a nice thing, though, too, yep. right? It gives you another variant. Uh, the board is actually, I didn't know, the board is double-sided. Okay. One side is, like, a easy mode, mm-hmm. kind of. Like, so you can <laughs> use that for learning how to play the game or if you're playing with younger people and stuff. Like, so there's an easy mode. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the normal side. Um, and then uh, you have, like, missions that are, like, secret little end game things. So have the most... Um, 
eaten church humans oh, nice. or something, yeah. right? And, and, and church, church humans. humans. Yeah, church, well, it's not literally, clergy. Right. It shows like the church, church symbol <laughs> and then says like person or Human. whatever. But, uh, the church but, symbol. So, yeah, you'll be collecting these. What things. if you eat church elves? Right. So anyway, yeah. um, you have to be in a barbershop quartet for that to happen. High five. <laughs> uh, but I mean, that's basically all I have. Hey, for a bunch of guys that have not played the game, I feel like we did a good job of, <laughs> yeah. of getting in there and, and covering it. But yeah, if if anybody watching this has played The Hunger, let us know. Uh, yeah. Jason, specifically you, because yeah, I mean we could watch your video. But yeah, the, that you think is important to mention there, because feel free to show your video in the comments. Because like we said, Potato Legion really wanted to know. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. There goes uh, unsub. <laughs> I just literally have no idea where that came from. I My do. brain just said, "Okay, it starts with a P and it's two different words." Yeah, <laughs> you're like something that grows. Yeah, uh, but yeah, you wanted to know a bit more. That's that's all I got without actually having the game and rule book in front of me here, just yeah. from you know the basic stuff that's out. there. It looks really good. Uh, again, our friend Jason has played it, and it seems like he really liked it. Yep. So I mean, again, it's Richard Garfield and Clank. It'll yep. it'll be why not. Yeah. Fine. Why Good. not? Uh, any other we, news? Any uh, other news? Yeah, I got one more thing because we forgot to say this last week. Uh-huh. I didn't see that Dominion had a new freaking expansion. Another oh. one. Still yeah, it's like it's like the sixteenth expansion wow. or something. It's Are insane. they going to come out with a, a deluxe edition with all the expansions? Right. <laughs> the, the, it, they can't call it big box though. They got to call it like they've already got giantest, big biggest, hugest, biggest box. box. Yeah. Dominion definitive. Yeah. The <laughs> biggest box. So Dominion allies. Uh, by Can I get just like one box of Dominion and it's the diminutive? Oh, oh that was really a good tiny. play on words. And then Thank I'll move you. on. It was by Rio Grande <laughs> and uh, designed by Donald X Vaccarino. A 14th. It's the 14th expansion. I actually wrote that down here. Comes with 400 <sighs> cards. 31 new kingdom card piles that contain allies, right, that uh, you'll be getting to to help you. That's the name. Who do you favors and split piles that you can rotate. Interesting. I don't know what any of that means, guys. I don't like Dominion. I've only played base game. I haven't played any of the expansions. There are far better deck builders out there, I think, but that is, again, without the expansions. Um, but, yeah, so I don't know. Again, 31 kingdom card piles. Piles that, com- that contain allies who do favors and split piles you can rotate. I don't know what that sentence means. Rad. Oh, that sounds cool. Yeah. Um, oh, I, one more small thing. Blitzkrieg was a super famous game that uh-huh. came out not too yeah. long ago. It was it was kind of like invented the, by the Germans. Yeah, we established <laughs> free it, filming. It's the next kind of step in like the Twilight Struggle and stuff uh-huh. like that. It was like mm-hmm. a small version. Uh, I think it's literally uh, Blitzkrieg World War II in twenty minutes. So they announced Caesar. The sequel. So okay. it's the same kind of system, same thing, but now it's Caesar instead of World Caesar War Caesar versus Hannibal, um, uh, No, this has nothing to do with Science of the Land. Hannibal, oh. Hannibal was uh, skip you <laughs> off too, Brutus. Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's all That's all my news. If any of that interested you, uh, there you go. Look it up. Get more info. Yeah. I'm just trying to spread the word. So uh, back on games we played real quick before we go into crowdfunding. Because like I was playing Dice Legacy. Oh, yeah. On Switch. The, I'm the like game, this the close to buying it. And... I uh, so as you're as you're progressing and you're building buildings and your territory is like growing, right? And you're growing and growing and growing. And I'm like, sweet, I think I've finished this scenario because there's just like a couple of buildings and I can see water again. You start at water, and I'm like, boom! I set up this catapult and it just starts attacking like this one building, and then the building crumbles. And I'm like, cool. Now I think I just need to build like something closer to the water. <laughs> and if I'm touching the water, maybe I win because mm. it doesn't tell you how you win. Do you know what happens? <laughs> no. Oh my gosh. 
So I knock down this building and I start to scroll down and I hear this horrible noise, this ominous music. So I scroll back up and there's this Cthulhu monster crawling out of the water, which was apparently being kept at bay. Uh, by whatever building that yeah, I just, just knocked down. Are these, are these spoilers? I don't yeah, know. I don't know. I don't know. This thing just slowly starts crawling across the map, and my buildings are just crumbling and crumbling. So it just became your favorite video game ever. And crumbling. You didn't think it was going to be that easy, did you? And I am <laughs> frantically Googling, how do you kill the monster in Dice Legacy? <laughs> Nobody has anything. I, I'm rolling dice. Oh I'm God. trying to assign things to it. Nothing happens. <laughs> I just watch for four minutes as my thing, <laughs> as this thing destroys my whole thing, and then I lose. Oh my goodness, that's great. Hey, greed. And I have no idea. The game taught you that you don't always Look, have to destroy everything next you Next time, see. don't destroy the things you don't know what they're there for. <laughs> I mean, I destroyed, I've destroyed 50 buildings that look just like that, that one. That is amazing. And I was like... What is happening? What is happening? What is happening? What is happening? Number 51. But it was uh, it was pretty fun, and it made for a good story. That but that hilarious. actually happened. If anybody knows how to stop that thing, please comment, because I couldn't find anything online. All I could find was reviews. This will like, be one of those things that like it told you in the tutorial, and you're like, whatever. I <laughs> gave up on that tutorial because I hated it. Because the I mean, tutorial yeah. didn't, I maybe, don't know. Maybe you're the only one who's gotten to it. I doubt that. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this. This face says it all. <laughs> what a fool. <laughs> I, I, don't, I should almost be offended by that sentiment. <laughs> Not yours, his. Yeah. Like, really? Really? Uh, but anyways, Dice Legacy. It's been pretty fun. It's been, a, it's been a good experience, but I was really, what is happening? Okay, so That's crowdfunding. incredible. Crowdfunding. I've been dying to tell you about that. Yeah. I was like, I'll save it for I the show. I had no idea. I'll That's save it amazing. for the show because I was almost texting you. I almost took a picture of it. It was like, <laughs> damn, what is happening to me? You should have taken a picture of it. <laughs> oh, man. Right, so who's got some crowdfunding? We've all got some crowdfunding. Yeah, I know you're covering that. Yeah. I'm covering the other obvious one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. what right. I was doing as yeah, well. That's okay, so yeah. do you have something? I think you guys took mine. Oh, Vagrant song. It's about the, listen, let me give you the elevator pitch. Hobos, right? With the bindle, seersucker suits, straw hats, but they're like dirty because they're homeless. Get on a train. They go from town to town singing to ghosts to make the ghosts leave. Because they're in a barbershop quartet. Listen, guys, drugs are bad. (laughs) (laughs) Drugs are bad. I got them drinking before. (laughs) This is almost as good as that. What was that? Hamburg and... Whatever. Oh, man. It's uh, Stroganoff. Peter Stroganoff. Stroganoff. <laughs> Peter Stroganoff and John Beef. <laughs> John Beef. It's the Beef and Stroganoff. Oh, my It's goodness. just like that. Okay, let's go so on. So Spencer and I are covering a relaunch. Yeah. Now, it is, uh, it's kind of a, like a supplemental mm-hmm. relaunch. So please yeah. continue. But, uh, yeah, we covered them in the past. Daimyo. Daimyo. Daimyo, Daimyo. Senso. Daimyo Senso. Well, I'm trying to say because they pronounce their eyes as a separate letter, right? So it's not die, it's die. Ye- right? Sir. I'm just saying. But we're, we're English, <laughs> I'm trying so. to say it right. right but you, are the, you are the fan of yeah. uh, Eastern culture. Daimyo. Daimyo. Okay. That's yeah. how I've always pronounced it. Yeah, I've always said Daimyo. So it Daimyo. means um, war of the lords, basically. Yeah, Daimyo. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, I mean, go ahead. Well, it goes to October 23rd. So there's plenty of time. Uh, it's a one to eight player game. Yep. Yeah. The map is Japan. 
It's feudal era Japan, mm -hmm. and there are eight different factions vying for control. Specifically, Japan. not just feudal area, but um, uh, name Goku. The, name the Goku wrong era. Sengoku name the wrong era time Japan. period. <laughs> <laughs> I only do that with art history because I <laughs> what majored year, in what it. Years, what years did that happen? Was that 1800s, 1880s? Uh, the, the 1980s. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, the back. Cool the cool thing about this game is twenty minutes. Ago. <laughs> there are, are no dice. There are no cards. There's no luck involved at all. It's all strategy, and uh, when you're moving, there's really only three things you do: you attack, you move, or you deploy. Mm -hmm. And it's done over a year, so there's four, one for each season. Every single faction gets a different order in which they do those. Mm -hmm. And so there's a, a table. Which is, every which is one of the really neat things about that. Is, right. It is, has like a preset yeah. programming thing mm -hmm. in where you know if you're this faction, you're going to attack, move, attack, um, deploy. deploy. Um, and But I know that Spencer's going to deploy, move, attack, attack. And so I look at who's after me and who's before me, and you kind of plan your turns yeah. out with that. And that's very interesting. I will say, to, to slightly correct something you said earlier, maybe I misheard, there are cards in the game that, oh, that give you... Yes. That give mm. you there are cards that are asymmetric, and they mm. do give you powers that basically buff whatever action you're doing. So while doing a deploy, play this card that buffs your deploy in X way. Right? Mm. So that is yeah. a thing. So every, every one of them gets its own asymmetric power and they also have added cards um, that we didn't have where it's an option you can change how you do it yeah because we had we had a uh, bare bones prototype yeah, yeah. which was nice to be able to get the opportunity so it's like an advanced uh, mode you get to, to determine your order i to see it early to, didn't see if it's one where you determine it at the beginning of the game sure. it stays throughout or if you change it around yeah I, i'm excited because it, it looks like we're going to get a uh, a fully produced mm. copy of this and nice. i really want to give it a, a good go and uh, get to play it you know with some some people and, yep. and yep. really it really kind of dive in because now that it's a complete and fully fleshed out game, you know, I, I think it's well, got it a lot of potential. Great. So the, the tokens were like little wooden tokens. Yeah, yeah. I was not expecting that because mm -hmm. I kept looking. It doesn't say in the in the component list that they're wooden. It just says you know this many tokens, this many per faction. And then you look at all the pictures, and every picture they're like wooden cutout tokens. And I'm like, right. Unless, okay. it's either they're wooden or they're really good at looking like that's they're wooden. true. <laughs> it could be that because be they really look wooden. Yeah. Um. So seventy five dollars. Yep. There's. A bunch of other pledges, but $75 is, like, the game. And then yep. there's, like, do you want three copies? Do you want the retailer thing? Like, yeah, all that kind right, of stuff. Right. Is it still going to be a uh, playmat, or is it just, like, a board now? There, uh, there is a playmat, but I actually don't know if the playmat's base game. That's a great question. Yeah. I don't know. Um, and just so you guys know, the uh, the relaunch is already completely funded. Yep. And again, this is just another opportunity for people to buy the game because he's basically self-published. Yeah, it was right? limited, and so mm -hmm. he's just trying to reach more people. Right. Uh, and this is Nathan Lusk, uh, yep. Warrior with a Pen. So uh, again, I appreciate the fact that we even got to see a preview copy, mm -hmm. and uh, really do look forward to to yeah, seeing what a, the final. It's an area control fighty fight game. Yep. Yeah, which are your favorite kinds, right, Dan? Yes. <laughs> fighty fight games. <laughs> um, I'll go next, I guess. I'm going to just talk about quests and cannons, mm -hmm. uh, the oh, Risen yeah. Islands. If anything, just go watch their yeah, trailer. They're they're their uh, YouTube trailer, uh -huh. their, their trailer video for the Kickstarter with the stop motion and the really strong stop motion. Yeah. Whoa. And Whoa. really strong that. voiceover work. Did you watch it? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. also, I'm going to snap to, we have a preview, a full preview of this game and we only talk it up. 
So, yeah. I mean, this game looked fantastic. <laughs> and we we saw a pre-production copy of it. Yes. Uh, and but it already I, looks so good. Yeah. And, you know, so this is by Eric Geller and... Um, uh, Shannon? Shannon Geller. Yeah, his wife. And so, just, just so you know, there's like a standard game pledge, which is 60 bucks, which still is pretty dang good. And... Um, the uh, the I'm champion good. pledge is the deluxe pledge, which then gives you a double sided neoprene full board quick play mat, metal what? coins, and six custom dice. And this is also one that has a pledge that goes all the way up to like fifteen hundred, I think. Oh my goodness! And this is like the you get to design the cha- some of the champions and stuff for the DLC, the expansions that's going to be coming out. You get to design their Bam. backstory, their look, their so name. Basically, get to buy your way into being an employee. Yeah, you get to buy your way into development, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and they're still on all of those. There's like a nine, an eight hundred, and a fifteen hundred. Something. They're, they all still have spots available from the last time I checked. But much... sometimes on these, though, like nobody gets those. Yeah. And yeah. four out of the six have been bought out of that fifteen hundred one. Insane. How, how much crazy. is that a metal coin one with the hundred? Hundred bucks. Oh, for the deluxe edition. So yeah. oh, that's not that bad. So it, yeah. the. The uh, preview copy that we got, if you would have told me that was a $100 game, I would have been like, yep. With the with how well those components were and how well designed those components were, right? It's, it's So so yeah. Quest and Canis is a pick-up-and-deliver um, game with um, some, like, I don't know what to call it, skirmish. But, yeah, yeah some, some fighting mechanics in there, too. The main kinda, things you're Kind of like in Zaya where you can, you can right, raid other people's point, yeah. ships and so things like that. So it's kind of like, like a complete-your-own-quests-and-do-pick-up-and-deliver, but then you can also fight and stuff. And just all mechanics in here, the, your, your cannons are, are dice that you roll and then you lose ammo like your di- your ammo is is our dice and you're losing dice and re-getting dice you're mm-hmm. you're you're filling up your ship with goods and tossing goods overboard if you need to and going around completing quests then you're turning in that quest for more points and it's like first to like 15 yeah, uh, it, it might depend yeah. on the player count so that's that's a good point yeah. somewhere in the 15 to 20 range it, it's like just first to victory points uh when we played we purposely played the 2v2v2 mode a uh, three team mode because we, I really thought, liked. we thought not a lot of people would test that out we wanted it tested and it played phenomenally and it played fast and it played fast and i've only heard good things about the other game styles as well i'm telling you guys if you like that kind of game and this theme and, and this artwork this artwork's going to grab a lot of people mm-hmm. Um, this is a fantastic game. Um, uh, can't, can't talk highly enough about Quest and Can as the Risen Islands. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty fun. It was pretty fun. Anybody got any others? I'll do the last one. Anybody got any? We know which one you want to do. Well, I did Quest and Cannons. So that's the one I really yeah, wanted to do. Yeah. That's the one he really wanted to do. Did you, you did yours already, right? I didn't have one. You didn't have one. Okay. We, no, we, cool. We stole his. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> yeah. I guess we did. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> this one. <laughs> I'm going to get on my soapbox real quick. My Simon soapbox. Uh-oh. Get that oh, thing boy, out. That's Here we go. He Man. Uh, Masters of the Universe, the board game, Clash for Eternia. So, uh, you know, Simon's got another. It's, you know, $1.3 million. Out of 200000 Right. It's always, <laughs> always, low it's always out of 200000 <laughs> I think some of that strategically is just to make their, you know, 5,000% funded. Oh, exactly. In five minutes. Yeah, right, exactly. Right, 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 right. But uh, some of the pledge levels. So it's 110 bucks, and it will not ship to Europe, mm. Um, mm. which basically gives you the, the main game, or you can spend 220 and get the Defender of Grayskull pledge, which comes with the plastic Castle Grayskull pack and the Faker villain 
along with the board game. And you do get one expansion. But here's the other thing. that is what they do with Marvel United that I hated. Is mm. like, oh, there's another expansion. You get the whole game. Not. Uh, there's <laughs> another expansion you can buy. And now they're doing this thing where supposedly it is not going to come to retail. Uh, Isn't that what they always... No, not what they always say. They've only ever done that with hate. Oh, okay. okay. Which, Which then, if you did. wait, if you wait two years, <laughs> yeah. you could get it from an online retailer mm-hmm. for cheaper than what you backed it at if you were a Kickstarter backer, and you could get all of the Kickstarter exclusives. So I've got a friend that is backing all of this, and he's really excited because he, at the very least, will use the He-Man miniatures for a role-playing game, and uh, which is fine if. This does appeal to me because as a kid, I really liked He-Man. I liked Thundercats. I liked He-Man more than I liked He-Man more than I liked Transformers. You know, I was like a He-Man GI Joe guy, right? Um, Well, I have to leave. Sorry, (laughs) sorry. Um, I was Voltron and Thundercats. And the 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 minis look awesome. The art looks great. The production quality is going to be amazing. I'm sure the game plays really well. They got the IP. They might as well. Make every single figure they can. I mean, there's all sorts of really cool stuff and tons of minis and all the characters because He-Man was a cartoon that was made to sell toys, literally. (laughs) I mean, it was a, we are launching a toy line. We need a cartoon. We need need backstories for these toys. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, that's really how it came around. And uh, and so it's fine. And And there's all this awesome nostalgia stuff. And it looks like it's actually wrapped up in a pretty decent game. But I just hate the way that Simon does things sometimes. So those are, those are the only two like pledge levels, right? One ten and two twenty. You said yes. But even if you spend two hundred twenty to get everything, you don't get everything. Yeah. So yeah. those are the pledge levels, but you then have to spend more for add-ons. Right. They yes. just don't put those in pledges. Right. And again, and this, is, and this is already like all funded. Too, oh, way, way, well. way, way, like, way funded. I feel like so. This reminds me of the whole uh, like Hero Quest and Hasbro thing, right? Oh. Where, yeah. Like. It got whole funded and like you knew it was going to get funded, right? And like, but, why do you have to like? But here's the problem with the Hero yeah. Quest Hasbro thing is that the Hasbro didn't do anything different, right? Well, right. <laughs> they right. just said, "Here's the exact same game with yeah. no updates." Right. We just of, bought the warehouse, All and the we're going to sell you it for two hundred dollars. <laughs> and but this is the only time you'll like, be able to get it. It kind of just feels familiar, like. They're, they're trying to like squeeze money out of that fan base, you know. Yeah, no, it does. It does. Let's go on to our subject. Yes. yes. So our topic. Yes. yes, our topic is uh, barbershop how- quartets. Uh, how dare you steal the joke I was about? He was literally setting that up for himself. <laughs> but You're theme, welcome. Uh, oh. game themes, and specifically interesting ways. Games have Impl- brought brought out the or theme and implemented the theme, the theme mm-hmm. in their game. So what's terrible about this is that the one that sounds really interesting and and most current we can't talk about because it will spoil stuff for yeah. Spencer. Oh, <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, there, there is another so game last no wait last there week that another. that you uh, talked about that I was like that's actually really cool. Okay, yeah. it, the the Cuphead dice game. Uh huh. Mainly because in the story, you're doing the things you're doing because you lose at a dice game. Oh. <laughs> you lose your soul in a dice game, so you have to go collect all the other like souls or whatever in Cuphead. Yeah. I'm so the fact that. that it's a dice game is right. very uh, interesting. It's on theme. Yeah. It is, it's yeah. On. If you lose the Cuphead dice game, you lose your soul. <laughs> mm. 
And then you have to go Not recommend. So <laughs> I'm very interested in hearing how all of our kind of list. This isn't like a top five list, but it is kind of like a list of all like, of us talking about name things. Name a game yeah. and why the theme um, is. So I'm interested in hearing how we all interpreted Jeff's topic and like ran with it <laughs> and what kind of things we're bringing to the table here. Because even, even within my one list, there are games that like the way that they are doing what you're saying is completely different. But right, I, yeah. like, I want to talk about these. You have like a list? I have like a game. Oh, yeah, no, I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine games I want to talk about. So we'll about. get back to you later. Yeah. Well, actually, I think like, you need to go first because yeah, you got a bunch just, of Yeah, like, go down the list and see. So the first thing I wrote down Terrible game. was um, Nemesis That's and mine. Who Goes There. Absolutely Nemesis. Nemesis and Who Goes There. Well, mine's probably different than yours because probably. I'm not talking about in general the theme is really good and everything, but just the way that they they implement a mechanic into yeah. the theme is I love. And Who Goes There and Nemesis both have a thing I love, which which Nemesis is super basic, but it just brings back that plugging the cards into the thing and you're looking through the red <laughs> to, to like you're using a see scanner been, uh, yeah, to see if you've been, yeah. to see if you've been infected you're inserting the cards into those red scanners and it's eliminating the blue text and you're just <laughs> looking for the word infected and if and and the it, the word basically on the scanners the word infected over and over again but it's misspelled a bunch of ways and if you ever see it spelled correctly then then you're infected and you have a ch- uh, uh, chest burster Inside of you. Right. Uh, and then Who Goes There has this similar really cool thing. I've actually never played it, but I've watched it played it. I think you've played it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To where to check someone's blood. Basically, when you're with them, you can check someone's blood to see if they're infected by the thing. And they have a little thing uh, oh, yeah, that they this. slide. Little, yeah, I remember this. Yeah, yeah they have a yeah, little yeah, clip. They this. slide back and forth. And they reveal either the green side, which means they're clean, or the bloody red side, <laughs> meaning their blood's infected. And so they just kind of slide it and they show you what their blood Interesting. is. And a similar kind of thing, you know, check if you're infected. And I think both those do a really good way of getting you into that world of checking if someone's infected, but also bringing back old school, you know, Parker Brothers <laughs> mechanics, oh, sure. you know, and, and yet having them be fun and interesting. And that's just something that because what I, Nemesis I is missing is that dice popper in the middle. Oh, of the right. Trouble, right. <laughs> right. In right. the middle of the spaceship. Oh, it's the improbability. There, drive. There's how many <laughs> aliens coming? We're in trouble. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Spin no, the font no, out. More like boggle in case over the entire board and you pop oh, in. And everything. Just, <laughs> everything. That's, what, is that airtight. Airtight. That's, what I, that's what I want to do when the alien's health changes. It's just oh, yeah. mess that whole board. Yeah, yeah those are interesting. Yeah. yeah. That was the first thing that popped in my head when I was thinking about mechanics and theme mixed together in a way you don't see very often. So I think uh, for me, where theme and mechanics come through, and it's interesting because I had a pairing of games that use a similar thing uh, as well, is, uh, well, Infection Outpost uh, 31, right? The thing. I wrote down the thing on my list as well, but I I couldn't remember because that you just have the infection card and everything. Yeah, but but I mean, more importantly, though, also then like Battlestar Galactica. Mm -hmm. So because the theme is you've got a hidden traitor, and this implements a hidden traitor mechanic in a way that I really like. Other games do it as well. Uh, also, I guess, but maybe not as well, uh, like uh, because you're going to send people on missions mm-hmm. or to do things, and everybody's got to contribute. Well, everybody going on the mission or participating in the mission is contributing cards right. to the pile. Right, Dead and, of Winter, Shadows Over Camelot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can lobby though, especially in the th- in the Infection of Outpost Thirty One. You're lobbying like, well, don't take me. Right, I cannot I help I have you. Bad cards. <laughs> I have bad cards. <laughs> yeah. Or you can take me. I have bad cards. I'm the thing. You know, and you're like sabotaging. You right? should never say that that loud. Oh, the game. maybe that's why I lose all the time. <laughs> I'm um, the thing. 
<laughs> and then also though, like in the thing specifically, the very end of the game is so the stressful. Thing. It is so stressful. It is so much fun as the person who is the captain is going to vote who to take with them on the helicopter. Oh and, yeah. And, and uh, yeah. And uh, well, choose wisely. <laughs> yeah. And everyone, the, so the captain chooses someone and then that person chooses someone. Yeah, I think that so. Person yeah, chooses yeah, someone, yeah, yeah. And you go snake kind of until everyone agrees we're not taking anyone else. And then every human has to be on the helicopter and no things have to be on the helicopter. That's <laughs> and if the you, only way to win. Yes. It's so, so hard. It's so yeah. hard. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't there a way so to like, fun. remove one person? Flamethrower? Yeah, the flamethrower. Yeah, I, I got to remember all the mechanics exactly now, but it's because it's been a little while since I, remember I played. I, I was the thing, and I got on the helicopter, and I remember in my head because I don't remember the mechanic, but I remember in my head. I, I just imagined myself getting kicked out of the helicopter. <laughs> I don't think that's a thing, but I haven't played. I've just watched videos. It's been a while. Tim about it. Yeah, well, I'll have to go back and revisit. But it is a it is a mechanic uh, that is used. Specifically to bring out the theme, yep, yeah, and I, and really, really just drives it home. I have to jump on this for a second because I didn't write this down. But since you brought that up, something that Battlestar Galactica does with, again is well, theme and mechanics. And we haven't even touched Battlestar yet. You're right. Yeah, I thought on. you were kind of no, summing go it for all it. Up yeah, there, yeah, but, go for it. So, Gaius Baltar is the most untrustworthy scum. And by the way, probably my favorite character of the show. Everyone hates him. <laughs> he is so well acted and so well written, mm-hmm. but he's a terrible person. Uh huh. And in in the game. Everyone gets um, a card saying whether you're a Cylon or a human. And Guy's Baltar starts with two cards because you're oh not God. supposed to trust Guy's Baltar. <laughs> and I love that theme. So last time That's I played, good. last time I played, I was Guy's Baltar. And I started with two cards, and I was not the Cylon. But no one trusted me, right? Then halfway through the game, everyone gets another card. Mm-hmm. And you might become a, you might find out halfway through the game, I was a Cylon. Right? Which, which is, which is right. you're a replicant. Which is so thematic. <laughs> which yes. is yeah. so thematic. Um, but anyway, so I got another card, and I was still not a Cylon. But now I had three cards. No one trusted me. The then, odds of you not being a Cylon right, are low. Then one of the Cylons came out. Right, they were like, "I'm a Cylon." When a Cylon comes out, they give one of their two cards to another player at the table. So they might have two Cylon cards, and they turn someone into a Cylon, oh. or they might have a Cylon and a human <laughs> card, and they do nothing. But they, no one, they don't say right between the two players like they what they give. You are so right? in discord. And they handed it's, it to me. They wanted to sow the the. And the I was distrust. still not a Cylon. But you had four <laughs> so cards. So I played a game of Battlestar Galactica when I had four cards as Gaius Baltar and was human, and I was like, guys, I. Good, and they're like, "Screw you, Gaius Baltar!" <laughs> like, I loved it, man. It was one of the most That's thematic great. things I've ever yeah. seen. If you've seen the show, everything makes perfect sense to you. Well, and also though, like, so Battlestar is one that does it in multiple ways because uh, there's the jump mechanic. Yep, oh, and then such a good mechanic. It's really good. And then there's the like event mechanic. Talk about you, intensity in you, a game with that jump mechanic. Yes, and then the. Uh, the, the politics, basically, mm-hmm. of it, where you're going to have to make a decision. It's that King's Dilemma kind of decision where it's like, well, do we reserve our, our food? But then the happiness goes down, right? Mm-hmm. And people get upset. But we get to maybe do a little bit more stuff. Or do you just kind of like try to please the people? And it, that's not the only situation. Like there's all kinds of situations that come up. Sometimes there's just no good decision. And right. it's like, what terrible thing <laughs> do we. The has to choose something. Yeah. <laughs> what terrible thing do you think we can endure, you know, and get through this? It's There's just so many good mechanics that make that show. That is one of the best implementations. Which is why I'm super excited for Unfathomable, but I don't see how I could just so hit the nail on the head like Battlestar Galactica did. Right. Um, right. I didn't even think about that jump thing, though, because, like, for, 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 I know you've played it and stuff, but, like, 
in so you're trying to escape right the the cylons and the ships the the bad guy ships are just slowly showing up and you're getting small ships and then uh I can't remember what they're called. Yeah, now. stars. Those those big cruisers like show up. Stars yeah, yeah, something like Dreadnoughts. that. But uh, but they like show up, and you're getting surrounded, and then you finally get your fuel to the jump, and you jump right. Like the whole point of the game is the first like two episodes of the show where you're just jumping, and the and the silence catch up every thirty three minutes or whatever. Yeah, and so you jump, and you you push all the alien ships off the board. We've we've jumped, but the point is they're slowly tracking us, so they just start slowly showing up again, and that's the game is. We just have to hold out till we can jump again. Uh-huh. Then we just have to hold out till we can jump again. <laughs> yeah. and then, I'm going to get in a Viper and I'm going right, to go shoot go, some down. Yeah, 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 buy us some time. I could talk about Battlestar Galactic forever. It's so thematic. But it is, Great job. It is, well, a, it is one of the best implementations of theme, mm-hmm. like, ever. Another thing that uh, with Nemesis that you didn't touch on is the noise token. Mm-hmm. Right. Again, I was just covering that one mechanic. No, so but, yeah, I, we I could talk about Nemesis the noise forever. noise token one. Um, the idea is you're in the belly of a ship, and there are things somewhere. You're hearing noises all over. So as you uh, are going through the ship... And you're if, making noise. And you're making noise. You get to roll a die and see where the noise is coming from in so, the corridor. Uh, and every single time you're moving, the noise is like, it's following you. It's a really basic thing, but it, it just makes the game it makes the mechanic yes. and the theme perfectly matched but i want to i want to say again thanks for bringing this up spencer because based on what you just said which again mm-hmm. i'm not saying this how you meant it but there's a lot of people out there that say this they play nemesis and they're like it's not thematic how come i move through corridor three and i put a noise token on corridor four that makes no sense i didn't make that noise and they're not understanding the noise that's not you making noise <laughs> right. that's you hearing creepy noise yeah. that's mm-hmm. where you yeah. heard yeah it's noise. the opposite why, of zombicide yeah, that's right. why if you hear a noise in the same corridor it's because there's definitely one down there. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, yeah. So anyway, th- and th- why when two show up, yes, exactly. it spawns there because that's where the noise is coming from. But yeah, again, if, you, if you've thought that, it's the opposite. A lot of people I've heard have talked about that in forums and it's stuff. It's like points are bad. Yeah, it's like points <laughs> are bad. <laughs> Makes no sense. But anyway, yes, noise tokens are good, yeah. good additions. And another one that I thought of um, for how it fits with the theme, have you guys played Gravwell? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've seen it played. Oh, it's over here it? somewhere. Yeah, it's right there somewhere. somewhere. I think it's the one that says over demo here. on the side. Gravwell is a pretty cool game um, where you're stuck in this spiral. Hey, it's cryptozoic. Yeah, yeah, go for it. You're you're stuck basically in, in a gravity well, and you're trying to escape. And the other ships that you're with are also trying to escape. Yeah. It's just a spiral, right? Yes. Yeah, basically, it's just a spiral board. So do, 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 do. you're moving along. Almost like you're in a gravity well. And you have these. That's I love the cards, too. The cards all have <laughs> different uh, elements elements on them. Um, and the numbers are what's important. So as you're going by and you hit a number, it will slingshot you, possibly past the person. Or if they happen to get in front of you, then you accidentally slingshot in front of them. Because you move towards the closest object. You're moving towards the closest. It's the gravity. You're moving yeah. toward the gravity. I'm like, And oh. you want to get to the center, but the singularity, but you're... No, no, you're... Oh, sorry, no, you're, you're getting away, away from, from singularity. the singularity. Sorry, that makes sense. But yeah, but so someone might... Like accidentally, like use a card that pushes them right behind you, yeah. and now you're playing a huge card on your turn that you're now flying backwards. And the reason why the it's got all of these uh, elements on them is because you're looking at the the letters, and you go in order, alphabetical, alphabetical yeah. order. So if I am expecting you to move, I'm going to play Zircon. But if 
if I play neon, I you might move before me, and I might just Best screw part myself about over. This is that the it's overhead right. camera is not on? I know. So I knew that. Right, when you put that camera. <laughs> yeah, I knew that when you put that there, and I just wasn't going to say anything. That's, That's why when he put it there, I pointed up because <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't on. Here's the board. For <laughs> it's a spiral. <laughs> yeah, no, Grabwell is is very much yeah on a theme. very unique way of implementing a yeah. like race mechanic. You're mm-hmm. right. Yeah, so in, and it, it works. I can't think of any other situation, any skin you could put on this that would fit quite as well. Right, mm-hmm. right. So yeah, especially with the way that you're always moving towards the nearest. We just kind of randomly unbox that, and I need to go into something. I'm not going to talk about art doing theme because everyone knows art brings up theme, I think, uh-huh. in the game. But I have a Back to the Future game, Back in Time, which we are going to play at some point. I know, yes. I want to. <laughs> I've heard great things. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is it is so on theme that it blows my mind. And I didn't want to spoil this, but I'm going to because it's on topic. But you lift up the um, the container, and the first thing you see is the back of the board, and it's, and it's the uh, flux capacitor. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And it is so cool because the board is 1950s. Yeah, uh, uh, Hill Valley. Hill Valley. Mm-hmm. Almost like you're going back in time as you're opening up the board. Uh, and I just love that so much. I've never seen like another board game do something like sure. that. You know? Sure. Yeah, it's not on that same thing, but I've always loved it. When you open the Dark Souls game, the first thing you see is a piece of paper that just yeah. says, you died. <laughs> and it, it, that, it, that's the mindset it wants you to well, have. Well, Resident <laughs> Evil 3 did that too, right? It had something it's like similar. this contains violent scenes yeah. of violence and yeah. gore or whatever. Right, yeah. which was like the screenshot. At the beginning of the video game, right? That picture, right? And I mean, mind management—the whole thing is just that whole game is on uh, theme. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, right? I f- I figured someone was going to mention this later, but, but the the way that it does everything is is pushing that story, that mm-hmm. narrative. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And and sometimes when someone gets a theme out, and you're like, maybe they had some mechanics beforehand, they put that skin on it, and it seems like that's what brings out all the other extra stuff that they're going to do that mm-hmm. make it just so good. And I didn't know when you guys unboxed it originally that it was a comic book or graphic novel series. Mm-hmm. And when I looked it up, I was like, oh, some of the art there from the comic book and like the covers they're using in, in the, the like the boxes and yeah, everything like, you open up. So like, mm-hmm. even <laughs> so better. cool. Even better. Uh, some stuff to run through. I'm interested in how many of these you know and how many, like, you think sound cool, right? I know you know the first one I mentioned, but I'm going to run through some here that are, again, a, a way to tie mechanic and theme together in an interesting, unique way to me. I just Let's love do it. So, so, first of all, I know you know, but Marvel Champions having that alter ego mode is mm-hmm. such a cool thing to do mm-hmm. because you're – so it's, it's just this theme to where – Okay, I need to heal, so I go out of my superhero costume. I'm relaxing at home, but while I'm not a superhero, the bad guy is out there accomplishing his goals, and I'm not there to stop him. So he's scheming. And then if he's scheming too much, he's going to get away with all this stuff, so you got to suit up and go back out there. And now he can't scheme anymore because you guys are just fighting now. It's head-to-head because you're in. I, I love that mm-hmm. system and controlling yeah. the team of, okay, yeah, I can yeah, rest now, but you can't. And each mechanic for the specific hero of course. is very yeah, the asymmetric in line. Doctor Strange is all about deck manipulation, and it's like, oh, yeah. that's so Doctor Strange. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Anachrony. I, I, you haven't played Anachrony, <sighs> but that time travel system oh, is yeah. Anachrony, no, man. Cool. So you can, in Anachrony, it's all about this, like, dystopian this post-apocalyptic Yeah, this cataclysm thing. is about to happen. You know it's going to happen. So you're trying to be the dominant race that survives the cataclysm but you have uh, time travel capabilities is a big thing in the game and one of the things you can do is you can say okay we're on turn three 
on turn five, I'm going to borrow three uranium from myself yes. from the future because I need it now as a currency. <laughs> but then when you get to turn five, you have to be able to pay from your player board that whatever I said, three uranium, uranium or whatever, and just discard it because you are now giving it to your past self mm-hmm. because you got it in the past. That system oh, but is ingenious. Can. If you can't, you, you a create paradox. a paradox. Right. There are <laughs> paradox, like, yes! there are paradox <laughs> tokens. And as you, as you uh, mess up the systems that are in place and don't do them correctly, you are causing <laughs> paradoxes that are yeah. very bad for you. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that idea. I would be horrible with that. Mechanic. Yeah. <laughs> Just it's, never pay myself back, bro. <laughs> it's, really, it's really good. And, and I will say an acronym. So uh, in comparison to, like, let's say, Tricarion, which I know you haven't played, but mm-hmm. it's the same, same company, right? Tricarion's really good. You're playing, um, you know, like turn of the century magicians. So mm. it's all of that artwork and everything. And you're building it's sort of a set collection where you're building your magic trick and then you've got to go over and then you've got to perform your trick to score points and things like that. But I feel like Tricarion, you, you couldn't just paste any theme on it, but it wouldn't be too hard with a little bit of thought to put another theme on, oh, right. on that mechanic. And on that set of mechanics and still have it execute the same way and feel relatively satisfying, even though Tricarion really nails what they're trying to do. But Anachrony, I feel like very specifically, is very unique to Anachrony. And uh, you can't just reskin Anachrony. You know what I mean? You really have to. I mean, you could do, I guess, like a Bill and Ted. Excellent event. (laughs) But even that. (laughs) Got to remember to put that cup up there. It's still Anachrony. Yeah, it's still it's still. Right. Time traveling and yep. stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. But I, I feel like you couldn't really reskin Anachrony, where maybe you could like Tricarion. And I'm not saying that that's a knock on Tricarion because it's a sure. fantastic game. There are but, great games that could be reskinned. Like sure. we just said, Battlestar Galactic is coming out with Unfathomable now. It's just a reskin it's of the same game. Ben huh. reskin. Yeah, I'm sure it's they're both great. But I guess yeah. I see it as if the theme is so important to the mechanics that reskinning it could be a problem. Right. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, uh, this is a tiny one, but I talk about it all the time, and that's the split worker me- mechanism in Robinson Crusoe. I mm. love how that mechanic works. Basically, you are doing, you know, you're accomplishing goals. You are, uh, ad- you know, adventuring. You are building tools. You're doing all these things, fighting monsters. You said Sadness Island? Yes, yeah, Sadness yeah. Island. <laughs> and so to do that, you have two workers, each player. It's a cooperative uh, worker placement game. And if I put one worker on build tool and one worker on scout, you know, terrain, then I have dice for build and for adventure or whatever that I have to roll. And I might succeed. I might fail. I might get an adventure while I'm out there. I might get hurt while I'm out there. You know, you're rolling these three dice that do different things. But if I and basically the theme of that is, let's say I'm working a, you know, a 24 hour day. Right. It's Monday on a deserted island. Okay, well, I'm going to do this till noon and then this till midnight. I'm splitting my day in half. I'm not putting all my effort into those tasks and I might mess them up. But instead on my turn, I can put two workers on one location and now I am guaranteed, I don't have to roll the dice, that thing succeeds. But I'm also wasting two actions to accomplish it. And in that game, you don't have too many actions before you lose. So that push and pull of what do we desperately need Mm. and what can we kind of stretch out and hope for luck on is so thematic and unique, like especially at the point that I played it. I had never seen anything else. Well, like another that. fantastic thing that that really mean and depressing game the does to you is the card system. Mm-hmm. Where if you get bit by a snake, you're gonna take like a card yeah. and shuffle it into the deck, and it may <laughs> never come up. 
But you may die from that snake bite right. at some point in later. Time. Later, you oh, might draw right. that card. Poison. Exactly. You might draw that card later, and you have to read the bottom half now, and it says, like, your wounds are festering. You, do you have medicine? No. Bye-bye. You know, yeah, bad things happen. <laughs> so, yeah. And you, you can, and you can plan ahead. Like, don't read ahead because that kind of ruins it. But you can be like, okay, I got a snake bite on my arm. We got to start building that medicine. Mm-hmm. Like, that's clearly going to come up at some point because I have a snake bite, right? So you can kind of plan ahead, but you're, you're not always going to be right. You might see tracks of an animal, and you might build up your weapons because you're like, oh, it's going to come back and attack camp. And then it turns out it was just like... A, a deer. Like a, yeah, a deer, and it gives you some food. And you're like, man, we wasted a lot of actions building And who tools. knew that deer were used as a food delivery service <laughs> in Robinson Crusoe? And, and you mentioned the, the deck changing because you're adding things to it. And yep. again, in Nemesis, you're adding corruption cards yep. into mm-hmm. your deck, which you can't use to pay for your actions. They represent yeah, they, the fact that you're tired because you're now, you've been infected. Right. Or possibly infected. Right. Those are the cards I was talking about that you... Yes, Damn. but you didn't mention how they can't be used right, for yeah. anything. They just take and up your hand. Yeah, it's it. just another way that yeah, this kind of mechanic. Really Again, works. Nemesis, one of the most thematic games ever. Go for it. We talk about it a lot. Um, I know we can't go too into it, guys, but the whole point of this list is because we talked about Fight Club last week. Mm-hmm. And just for everyone oh, who's out okay. there, just everyone who's out there, man, what an awesome way to take that story mm-hmm. and try to make it a board game of these two people fighting each and other. And what we're really I trying to say... never thought of that, actually. What, what yeah. we're really <laughs> trying to say is Spencer's had a week, and he's still not watched it. Do I need to leave the room? No, <laughs> I just <laughs> need to watch That's the movie. Just go, say, la, la, la. <laughs> Literally, trust me, if I... All my movies are boxed up right now because we're still in the middle of moving. I guess I could get but one like, out. But, like, I would have I would have given watched, it to yeah. you today. Yeah. I'm not kidding. I mean, I'm not kidding. I'll watch it. I just need to find it. Yeah. We will make that it's on Hulu. Maybe I'll get on Hulu. We I'm will. sure it's on uh, something. I don't know. Really quickly, yeah. I just remembered a game that has a really unique mechanic for its for what it is. Mm-hmm. Okay? I have a Samurai Jack board game. Okay. okay. Yeah. yeah. From the past, it's Samurai Jack. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The, what's really interesting about this, it's uh, more based on the late last season. Okay. okay. The new one? The Yeah, the new, oh, the new season. Okay. Yeah. But you don't play Jack in the game. You play his allies. But you oh, still yeah. have a jack that moves. There's like a a track, Jason, that <laughs> <laughs> that you move Jack back and forth between, and you basically have to like have him not go insane. Okay, and oh, now like ah, go towards cool. Aku or whatever. You have you're. You're basically helping Jack, but you're not controlling Jack. And I thought that was a really interesting. So you're part. manipulating him from the side. Yeah. Okay. Just trying yeah. to help him. It was an old Lord of the Ring, Lord, of, yeah, Lord of the Rings game like that, where um, you have a ring at the top on this track, and on the other side you have the mountain. Oh, or actually, it's not even ma- the mountain. It's it's yeah. it's the tower. Um, Sauron or yeah, whatever. Barodur. Sure. Yeah, it's a tower with Sauron on it. And <laughs> as you're playing certain cards, it makes the ring go this way and go that way. But then sure. every once in a while, this guy moves up too. And so you're having less and less room in which you can move that ring. <laughs> it's, it's pretty neat. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty neat. I wish I could remember the name of that exact one. Uh, time Stories. Oh, yeah. And well, again, time travel going from anachrony, but what's up? I haven't played it. Oh, man. Time it. Stories. What an awesome way to do that theme of. You're jumping back in time into other people's bodies, trying to accomplish a goal. Is Quantum Leap? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, my try, gosh. Trying to accomplish people's goals. But if you don't accomplish it in time, there's a time tracker ticking down. If you don't accomplish it in time, you get sucked back to the future again. Mm-hmm. And then they send you back in. But this time, you have like less time and stuff, right? Um, but you know things. 
So now you know because as you're as you're going, you're like basically there's cards laid out, and you're like you're like okay, I'll investigate the closet, and you flip that card over, and like there's pictures, and it tells you what's going on and stuff. Or let's talk to that lady, and you flip it over, and you have a conversation with her, and you learn stuff. And now, I mean, you don't lose your memory when you get sucked back to the future and go back in. Okay, we know now. Okay, if we talk to that lady, okay, we don't need to talk to her. She tells us about the closet. We already know the closet. That person gives us the key. Let's go talk to him. We know the keys for this door, but we don't know where to go after mm-hmm. that. And, like, every time you go back in, you know more. Nice. And, you're, and you're trying to get to the oh, end. That's cool. Yeah. Take Is notes. it a co-op note? Yes. Yes, it's full co-op, it's quantum leap, uh, and uh, scenario-driven. So you buy the base game, and you have one scenario, and then you buy, like, supplemental, like, $15 expansions yeah. that are all different stories stories cool. yep. they're all completely different themed because yeah. you're time traveler so here's medieval there's one that's like called the dragon heart or something like that. yeah there's like different. a fantasy one there's all kinds of stuff you get sent into yeah the hmm. first one is you're going into an insane a, asylum yeah and nice. you're in the patients and you all have asymmetric abilities based yes. on the patients and everything and it's so good it's a fantastic game it's been on my need to buy list for a long time my worry is I don't want to keep having to buy all the expansions. <laughs> <laughs> right. That is the limitation with a game like that, but it, it does provide such a good experience. It, because it's a time travel game, too, they have it. It's thematic, but also just helpful. They have this save system to where the insert of the box is to where you can just stop playing at any point and you put everything in certain locations and yeah, it, it, it's like oh, the game nice. is it's like the game is on pause yeah they do that in teen and grill yeah too. yeah and yeah. uh one of the first games i saw that did that and it fits the More theme of pausing it um so yeah time stories man fantastic uh <laughs> a little personal one for me hey guys i never talk about shadow network never <laughs> But I just wanted to talk about, I love the fact that they they worked into the theming of the game, how to feed other locations and make them better and better by it's a spy game, so information is leaking. Mm. So whenever you go to a location, you get goods, you choose to leak information to other spots, and now those spots become better. So a lot of worker placement games have the thing to where put one coin on every spot that no one visited, you mm. know, and stuff like that. And this game even does that. But the, mm. this this making the spots better just naturally within theme of the spy information leaking to other spots. What a genius idea, whoever came up with that. I'm starting to think you just really like Cold War era video, or like board games. I love the 80s. (laughs) 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 Oh, Lots of cocaine. Two more small ones. One you guys have played, one you haven't. So first of all, it's not super ingenious, but Dark Souls, the whole point of Dark Mm -hmm. Souls is you die over and over and over again, but you keep getting better and you keep learning, and you learn enemies' fights. And you don't need to ask the lady about the closet. Correct. (laughs) (laughs) But but so two things the Dark Souls game does that is genius is, first of all, it's a big tile game. I kind of wish there were more because you only play with like four areas. But when you go to an area, the cards are randomized, and you flip the card over, and it tells you what enemies to spawn where. This enemy spawns on this node. These two spawn on this node. This spawns on this node. Then you fight, and you move on to the next thing. When you rest... Everything despawns and all the cards flip back over and you go back to camp and you can level up your guys and yeah, stuff like this. But makes... now you remember, okay, we're going to have two brutes that spawn here. We're going to have this guy that spawns here. And then you can kind of choose what tiles you want to go to depending on how you want to fight. Oh, and okay. you can choose your, when you walk into a tile before you flip everything, you choose your spawning locations. So you can be like, okay, the tank needs to be over there because we know the brute spawned there. And then the mage needs to be over here because no one spawns on this side of the board. So the mage can stay with the outer range. And so every time you, you come back, you remember where the enemies are, so where they're going to spawn. The, they don't stay on the board once they spawn. You just no. take them off yep. and 
Right. Once everything despawns, okay. they come off the board. And then it's just got like a little memory game. Okay, well, we know where this was. Where were these guys again? Right, that kind of thing. You can only do it so many times because you run out of uh, soul points. Yeah, that's one of the things I house rule, though. They don't let you yeah, do it nearly it enough times. really hard that. <laughs> in, the, in the video game, it, it's infinite. Just keep doing it. It makes it really <laughs> grindy. I mean, it feels like you're like, oh, I have to grind and grind and grind. But then right. I'm like, but that's the game right in, <laughs> in the board game it really makes you feel like i don't think we should go back and level up let's just fight the boss i don't want to spend more time to where in the video game you're just like oh, i just have to fight those enemies again i'm gonna go level up right it's, yeah, it's exactly. different the other thing really quick is when you fight the boss they have a deck of cards and you reveal the cards right and so okay so when you so first card he does a jump attack and then hits every enemy on his right side Okay, next card, he takes two steps forward, attacks everyone on his left side. Next card, he does a tail whip, attacks everyone behind him. When you go through all the cards, you then flip the deck over again. So now you know, know okay, his first attack, he's going to jump, and he's going to attack everyone on his right side. So let's all go to his left, right? Okay, his second attack was he took two steps forward, so he's going to be over here now. So we need to move, and he's going to attack everyone on his left. So let's get on his right. And again, it's this memory game that is so thematic for Dark Souls of memorizing the boss's moves and knowing exactly when to dodge and when to hit. That is such a good implementation of a video game. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, it's so good. I get it. The game is grindy, and it, it plays really long. But if you're a fan of the video game, none of that matters because right, the video game sure. is long and grinding. Well, that's, hey, that's the experience it, it, you're signing up for, though. Exactly. It, it and guess the, who hasn't played those games? Right. I haven't either, but it sounds, <laughs> it sounds pretty neat. So I knew Dark Souls was going to go long. The last one's really short. I just love it. We've talked about it a lot today. Um, how thematic the building monuments thing is in Lords of Hellas. Mm-hmm. I just yeah. I love that. It's one of the actions you take and when you build a monument it increases your your you know your power with that god stuff that power that god now gives more powerful abilities to people because it is more worshiped and everything. But at the same time, if you haven't seen it, you're literally putting the giant statue together on the board piece by piece. You know, a level 2 Zeus versus a level 3 Zeus versus a level 4 Zeus. You're building up this giant monument on the board. It really gets you into the theme of that game. And then game. the board looks amazing. Oh, it's so and good. I also it's just so am kind of in love with the idea of like walking through these regions with like half built yeah, statues. Yeah, exactly. You know, like it's just really whether it's whether it's because they've been falling down or because they're still mm-hmm. in the process of being built. Either way, I really just like that visual in my head. Yeah, right? yeah. And uh, is it like cyberpunk? Oh Greek? yeah, it's cyberpunk it's Greek mythology. It's so much fun. I love it's it. really goofy if you really try to think about it, but it, the the theme is so much fun. I really enjoy it. Um, uh, that was that was my whole list. I know it was a lot, but I just those mechanics mixed with their theme. I I literally when I see those mechanics in a game of that theme, I go. Good job, designers. Like it's not like so, they just like, oh, we have to make a thing game. It's like no, they cared. So uh, a hidden movement game that I think actually nails the theme best of all is uh, Last Friday, right? Because yeah, the way Last yeah. Friday plays. So Last Friday, uh, it is a it is a hidden movement one v many, and uh, somebody is like Friday the Thirteenth style, uh, the maniac, Jason. right? Yeah. The maniac. Uh, excuse and, me. We're not trying to get sued here. Okay. <laughs> the maniac. Jordan. Jordan. <laughs> and uh, they are moving around. So the, f- the, the game basically plays as the, the maniac is moving around and depending on the chapter is trying to either kill as many of the survivors as they or the camp counselors as they can 
or trying to evade the camp counselors, yeah. right? So that's the beauty of it is it is it it flips back and forth and the board state matters, right? From each chapter to the next. Technically they say you could play each chapter like individually, oh, you sure. know, as its own thing. That's like a mini game. <laughs> yeah, but it's more fun to just take like two hours, hour and a half, two hours, and play every chapter out. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you may not even need all the chapters. You may you may win early. Right. Yeah, I think um, one time we played uh, we only made it to the third. Yeah, and and that's fine. And and the the way that the mechanics change is so on theme. If you're a fan of those really bad, and I'm a fan of them, those really bad '80s slasher movies, I I've that seen them all. Cold War, Cold War, oh, Cold, Cold War, War slasher, Cold movies. War slasher movies. I yeah. wasn't sure what you were talking so, about. Yeah, not the Giallo uh, <laughs> slashers, but um, and again, you know, right? These these are just popcorn, you know. Blood and guts movies, which is fine. I enjoy most of the most of the Friday the Thirteenth movies. <laughs> Actually, all the way up until about eight, <laughs> and then I'm kind of like, oh, okay. Just but anyways, space. <laughs> they really, really, really nail the theme, and the theme is so well done. I don't know how you could put a different theme on that version of a game, and it's brilliant that the old horror fan in me like just gets a theme of, you know that works so well and you get to play that kind of game. I played it on both sides and I played it multiple times and it's kind of fun to just watch people with glee as they're like, "Oh, well now you're dead." Right, cuz it's know. it's killer tries to find and kill teens. Yes. Then teens decide to fight back like the scene in the movies where they all grab the baseball bats and they're yes. like, "No, let's get him." So then it reverses. <laughs> then killer has to f- kill last girl. Right, right. Is that the yeah, third something one? like that. Right. Yeah, I, haven't, I haven't played it. Yeah, the chosen yeah, final one. Girl. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, and so yeah, it just it goes back and one, forth. One more. Well, then the, because because if the killer doesn't kill the final girl, then the final girl in the last chapter is the only one who can, who can kill, kill the killer, her, and the yeah. killer's running. But the uh, the other counselors are using basically they're sacri- they're throwing themselves yeah. in his path <laughs> right. to then reveal where exactly. he is because if he kills because if he's with someone he has to kill them because duh he's a slasher right and then when he kills of someone prices. his location pops up i must be stopped yeah. <laughs> uh but anyways that's just one that, that mm-hmm. the theme is really good really fun there's an expansion there's actually what an expansion for it and then what did they announce at Gen they Con? just re- uh, a announced a revised edition. a revised so edition a streamlined more balanced version is so coming I, I, I need to do some research and see if I still need to try to get the expansion mm-hmm. or if or, the revised yeah. edition is going to fix that but anyways it's not that expensive of a game anyway uh, you know so it, if any of that sounds interesting to you I would just say go out and get it because it's yeah. a lot of fun I need to play it because like I said I'm becoming obsessed with hidden movement games so. I think it's one you would like because it does enough things differently right uh, it was pretty fun and uh yeah i mean it's just goofy fun so but yeah that's that's one that i that i really enjoy i mean there's a ton of these that you could say this theme is of vital course, exactly. and there's a ton of games where the theme is not that no. important yeah. and they're still great games it's just what's important to really you. quickly this isn't an official thing but uh at our out at our local uh friend, friendly local game store uh-huh that's what that they, means <laughs> they have a uh, top gun board game mm-hmm. yeah well, let me just say I didn't look at the back of this until like two weeks ago. There's a, f- a fighter pilot phase and a volleyball phase. <laughs> uh, it's on theme, but why? That's very, why even? It's very well, important. Again, oh, though, when you're watching gosh. the movie, but why? Yeah. But why? It's, How am I going to know who to trust in the sky until I can know who to trust on the field? Okay, Right. Of the volleyball court. Yeah. Of the volleyball court. Right. right. I th- I thought it would be like the old Nintendo game where you're trying to land on that aircraft carrier. <laughs> oh, God. And you just keep crashing into the side of it. 
Oh, that was the hardest part of that game. That oh, game was so much fun, and then it's like, well, I'm just never going to get to the right. second level because I can't land this plane. Yes. Land? land? Oh, no. no. <laughs> we just have been talking about Indiana Jones. Uh, Fortune and Glory is a really good uh, game with a lot of theme. Again, gives that's, you that Indiana Jones high adventure, serialized adventure. Speaking of that, uh, the Lost Ruins of Arnak with the, with the track, you can't. Research something. Oh, that's a good point. More I, than the. Than I literally explored. looked at Arnak and I was like, ah, that's not super thematic. But that one thing <laughs> that is a one good thing, mechanism yeah. mixed with theme to where, yeah, you obviously can't write down a note if you haven't researched it yet. <laughs> <Yes>. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Even though I do think, again, Arnak could be probably re implemented yeah. into something else. Oh, I mean, you could sure. probably find an IP. And that's make why it, I said I, but, I didn't think overall. But it's not a negative. And you could again, just be exploring space and have that same thing. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. But, it's, it's not a negative or anything, right? Yeah. Because, like, Clank and Clank in Space. Like, right, really, exactly. we'll, we could throw whatever theme we Unfortunately, want. Unfortunately, most games could add in space on the back. Yeah. <laughs> in space. But, uh, but, yeah, anyways. So, yeah, what are some of your favorite games with where the theme just ties it in and just absolutely nails it? And tell us why Dan's wrong about, I don't know, anything. Potato Legion? My name's not even Dan. <laughs> Potato Legion. Potato Legion. I want to know us, who that is. I've definitely seen that name somewhere. Why Potato Legion over here is wrong. Oh, it was me the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Potato Legion 87. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What year were you born? Uh, 87. Really? Oh, no. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> no, no, that's the year I was born. <laughs> yeah. You're a baby. Yeah, you have to be 90-something, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Potato Legion 90-something. That's way too long of a call sign. So, guys, yeah, let us know. Also, uh, while you're checking out channels and, and Googling Potato Legion, uh, check out our friends at the Board Game Mechanics. They just hit that big miles, milestone. They've got a weekly podcast, do a ton of videos on YouTube, and they're all pretty okay. And they covered the hunger. And they covered yes. the hunger. So, Jason... When you watch this, post in the in the comments a link to your video so that everybody can go and watch it. And if you have HBO Max, you can watch The Hunger on that. Not <laughs> the same. Not the same. Starring Richard Garfield. Not the same. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Children's favorite Garfield. Like, really, kids will get really upset by that. Uh, also, please check out on our sister channel, The Miniatures Rundown, where CJ, Justin, and Jeff all kind of do stuff. Not Justin. It's Joshua. Joshua, son he of a biscuit. <laughs> I did. It's a J name. I'm really sorry, Joshua. Whatever. All right, Pumpkinheads. Pumpkinheads <laughs> pumpkin are a thing, though. Pumpkinheads are a thing. But anyways, yes, check them out. They cover all, like, tabletop miniatures. Yeah, I, I'm probably going to watch the second X-Wing episode tonight. And uh, I didn't have a chance to watch it yet, and I've been excited. Mm-hmm. And we like X-Wing. Yeah. Well, I just, again, I just like watching them watch crash into asteroids. And but these guys like show up sometimes. Sometimes. Maybe sometimes. in the future, hopefully, yeah. some more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cut <laughs> them out. Definitely more in the future, sometimes more. <laughs> I guess you don't want to play X in that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, guys, anyways, please, uh, uh, thank you for liking, subscribing, and doing all those things. And for the Board Game Rundown, I've been Tim. I've been Spencer. I've been Jeff. I've been Dan. And I am not Justin. We'll see you next time. Thank you.